Friday and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And we are here for our weekly update, a little later than usual. Yes, we are one extra day late. I do apologise. Michael and I weren't in the same city for much of last week. You were here in Brisbane. I was down in Melbourne. Yes, so apologies, but we're here now. And you know what? We've got the bonus because we get to talk about Poland and we wouldn't have been able to talk about them otherwise. I know, and I can't wait for that. Yeah, I know. Well, I didn't <laughs> see what we have to say. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the week. A couple of things were announced during the week. Mm. One of the big ones was our, our first round of interval acts. Yes, definitely. Um, so we don't know if they're going to be all of them, but essentially they're going to do a whole cavalcade mm. of former Eurovision winners. Um including Giliola Cinquetti, who obviously won back in the 60s for mm. Italy. Um, we have Lenny from um, Netherlands. <laughs> Lenny. She won. She won in 1969 in that four-way tie oh, with okay. De Troubadour. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Lenny Kurz. And she has a surname. Okay. <laughs> um, also Teach-In for Ding a Dong, obviously Dutch winner. Yes. Um, the last one before Arcade in 1974. Five. I thought they'd get a Guernsey somewhere along the line. Yeah, and well, it's one of them performing from there, but singing oh, okay. the song. Sandra Kim from Belgium, who obviously won in the 80s, which is excellent. Um, rock and Roll Kids, kind of randomly, from <laughs> Ireland for 1994. And Duncan Lawrence, as well, the winner from last year. But we are missing out one. I was going to say, isn't there somebody else? There's Alexander Reback. Oh, good stuff. He's like cockroaches and sure. He will not <laughs> die from the competition. He's back again. Good on him. One, obviously in 2009 was in the 2016 uh, Interval Act yes. as part of Love Love Peace Peace performed in 2018 and back again this year so every two years we're just going to see Alexander Reback and his fiddle he is a very popular winner Dale <laughs> he very, is very a popular, popular winner. winner yes indeed oh, mm. they sound like a good bunch first up so we'll see if we get any others Yes. We might get some more. I'm sure we will. Eleni Ferreira will probably get a Guernsey. I guess something else I wanted to bring up that caught my eye during the week, Dale, was mm. the um, uh, the Iceland entry by Daddy Freya. Mm. Seemed to go, you know, in inverted commas, viral. What yes. your thoughts on, on all the attention he was getting? Yeah. Um, well, look, it's had about 200-odd thousand views, which I wouldn't determine as viral it's mm. interesting that that's the language being used by a lot of people yes it almost seems like it might be coordinated or something something about it doesn't <laughs> particularly feel organic to me authentic yes I, I mean like i mean obviously russell crowe did tweet about it everyone knows about that but did you see the link he gave it was just to some random dutch website like i can't imagine russell crowe is just trawling the internet looking at dutch Look, eurovision websites. he might be more of a fan of eurovision than even us in australia even yeah. though he's a kiwi but lives in australia um yeah but who knows i mean there was a bunch of sort of like random british celebs all saying this must be the winner i know yeah so it's very interesting isn't it it yeah. is very interesting like i say something just didn't feel very organic no, but mm. look, we'll wait and see if that impacts and if they win. Look, I, I did like the song, so I've got no issue with it doing well. But <laughs> well, I'm not, we're not we're not saying anything underhand's happening. But, no, yeah, interesting. Well, interesting. hopefully, I'm sure that's just the case. Yeah. All good. All right, let's talk about one of the big <laughs> things that happened during the week: Belgium with mm. their long-awaited song. They were the first artist to be announced. Let's have a listen to Hooverphonic with "Release Me." It's not right to make me stay. All the lies and all the pain Only you can make them go away Yeah, release me From the sudden losing game Release me Don't say what I already know 
Okay, you can kick us off on this one, Dale. What did you think of Hooverphonic? Well, look, we've been waiting since October, as you mentioned. Really big um, group, really well known through all of Europe, um, even charted quite well in the UK back in the day. Um, Alex Callier wrote or co-wrote Next A Matter of Time. Mm. And I think you can hear a little bit of Bond-esque sound in this one, which I think um, you, we could hear in A Matter of Time. Um, this feels a little bit more maybe Sunday afternoon cafe version of Bond. Mm. Um, I was uh, a little like, I wasn't disappointed because I didn't, they're probably not my cup of tea, I will admit that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't expect bells and whistles and yeah, it just it, it just is there. Well, there's none of them, that's for sure. No, there? there's not. No. I'm going to say straight up, I think it's a good song. Like mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. listening to it. It's a very well-written song and the production and I think the instrumentation are very, very good on this. Very nice studio track to listen to. But it just never really takes off, does it? You really want some crescendo and some moment that you can hang your hat on and... It just sort of plods along and then thanks, bye. If you're going to be simple, you have to do simple really well. And mm. I think they did talk about this and the fact that you don't need to... They're, they're fans of Eurovision. They were slightly misquoted during the week saying to be a pearl amongst mm. the bad circus of Eurovision. But what I think they mean is, look, it's not the big power ballads. It's not the Lordy anymore. No. You had Amar Palos Dois win. You, you even had Arcade last year. But those songs had something special. Mm. Um, and I just feel like I could be listening to an album of theirs and this just happens to be on it. So, look, they may bring in something really magical or nice with staging, but it certainly is not getting my pulse rating. Yeah, not at this stage anyway. Exactly. I, mean, like, uh, I don't think at any stage it's going to be. But that's <laughs> it's look, an interesting one. It's not my taste. It's it's Belgium it's doing Belgium, though, isn't it? They've been a bit like that the last few years. Yeah, look, I, it, it'll be interesting to see how it matches up for the rest of it. But look, their reputation will precede them. I think, um, you know, it's, it's as you say, it is a good quality song. Very much so, very much so. All right, let's get on to what happened during the weekend. We had a few finals. Let's kick off in Ukraine, which ironically didn't kick off this year, which is <laughs> Kind of good, but we have a winner out of there. Here's Go A with Salavi. Well, we did have one of our correspondents looking after Ukraine this year. Kyriakos was the lucky man. Let's hear what he had to say about the final. So, we got through Vidbert 2020 this year with no drama, which I have to say was such a relief. The final was opened by none other than Vedika Suduchka, who energised the show with her rendition of Dancing Lasha Tambay and her latest single, Make It Rain Champagne, which was confirmed to be the Plan B Eurovision Ukrainian entry if some drama were to occur. Other interval acts included Jamala with a very stunning performance and also fellow judge Tina Carroll. The final ran rather smoothly, but the absolute standout of the night was definitely Go A with Solove. The performance was modern traditional with with unique vocals and infectious beat. It was no surprise that Go A were the jury and televote winner. Solove will be Ukraine's first Eurovision entry sung solely in Ukrainian. It's great to see Ukraine back in form. Okay, well, he sounded pretty convinced that Go A was going to be the one that won. And to be honest, I kind of thought the same. Maybe there was one challenger. What do you, uh, what do you think of this one? Uh 
I think we, we picked it out from that first week saying it was very compelling. Mm. Um, and you know what? It has that, you know, white voice um, sound, that very Eastern sound. And I think that obviously works really well in a domestic market and sort of beyond in, in Eastern Europe. Something similar, that that's a type of singing that the East are very well known for. I think Tulia last year from Poland mm. um, in that kind of sound. Um, I feel this is much more modern. Um, I think she is really compelling. Uh, I wasn't overly surprised to see it one. I probably would have preferred a couple of the other ones. But look, it's you kind of don't want to like it, but you do. And then you don't like it again, and then you do like it again. Like It can be a bit much of hearing the white voice all that whole time. I feel if it was one minute, 32 minutes, I might enjoy it more. But hey, look, overall, I think it's a modern, traditional song. And I think that's, um, you know, what we kind of expect from Ukraine. Yeah, we kind of saw it coming from them this year, didn't we? Um, You're right, it did speak to the domestic market. 25.43% of the public vote, one in four people voted for them. Mm. That You can see that was big with the domestic people. I'm kind of glad you mentioned Tulia because for me, I think, it's in the same sort of pocket as it will divide people. Yes, it will. People will yeah. be like, oh my God, this is amazing. Or for God's sake, press the mute button. I can't yep. stand this. Yeah, totally. And, and that kind of happened with Tulia a bit last year. To be honest, they were very unlucky not to make the semi-final. They got 120 points. Yep. Somehow didn't even make it through. Yeah. So it wasn't as if everyone hated it. No. So I, I, I wouldn't be writing this off by any stretch of the imagination, but it's certainly going to divide. I like this better than Tulia. I think it has more of a market for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the modern production is really yes, quite good of it. Very much so. Um, I don't think anything else was um, particularly robbed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, again, there's other kind of songs I did probably prefer. But overall, look, it's getting a bit of love out there. I just kind of think, as you say, the, the locals or the people who once kind of watch once a year aren't going to really, I think, gravitate to this so Mm. it's going to be interesting to see how this goes i really don't know like i I have no idea how it will go i think it's very interesting uh second was kayat with uh call for love was that one of the ones you yeah (laughs) i wanted that to go through thought you might actually came third in the jury second in the tally but he got one in five people 20 percent. he was pretty good it was close Uh, and krut ended up coming third i thought it was a pretty good show overall yeah, uh, look, always good quality from Fidbur. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they always bring it out. Like, it's always really good production. The songs are quite good. Mm-hmm. There's normally some drama. There hasn't really been other than um, one of the performers says their earpiece wasn't working Tavorchi. properly. Yeah, Tavorchi basically Tavorchi. said he was um, sabotaged really by the sound engineers yeah. saying they turned off his sound in his ear. He was mucking around with his ear there for a while. I did notice that during the performance, but, you know. I don't think it was going to make a difference to the overall result. Let's yeah, put it that but way. We avoided any sort of witch trials. I have to say, three and a half or three and a plus hours for six songs is a long time. It is a long time. And it you know. kind of kicked off in Queensland time at 3 a.m. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, anyone who got up to watch that, well done. Well done. Yeah, well, we have Go A out of Ukraine. So, we also had a happening, was it pretty much the same time or a little bit later, was Slovenia with EMA. You watch this one. Do you want to have a quick little chat or should we go straight into the winner? Let's go straight to the song. All right, here's Anna Soklic with Voda. Well, 
Well, it's a bit of an interesting uh, system they have in EMA. Three jury members decide who goes to the super final, and it was decided Anna was up against Lena in the super final. Yeah, well, look, I think we had two different types of song. We had kind of more maybe a traditional Balkan um, ballad sung really well, and then versus like kind of another good vocal performance of something maybe a little bit more modern and contemporary, mm. but maybe didn't show off the vocal as strongly. Maybe didn't have as much power. And I saw that's probably why um, Voda um, won. I thought the vocal was really good. I didn't rate this at all going into it. We did rankings beforehand. I didn't even put in the 10 out of the 12 oh, wow. songs. Whoops. <laughs> but, but when it was performed, I was like, what a voice. Yeah. Doesn't mean I like the song, but what a voice. It, to me, it feels a little bit... I do like a good, strong Balkan ballad. This just kind of feels like... It takes a bit too long to get going for me. Mm, it's certainly got those uh, Balkan ballad elements to it, hasn't it? Um, she did win the the tally vote fifty four to forty six, so I mean that's a fairly telling result. Fairly, Look, <laughs> I, I guess the problem I had was with the three jury members picking those two songs. You pick two ballads to go up against each other, mm. kind of thing, which I thought was uh, there was a bit more going on as far as a variety of songs. Why did you pick the two sort of ballads to go head to head? That was a bit that didn't really work out for me. Um, apart from that, look, it is a strong song as far as her vocal goes. Mm. And when she hits that chorus, it's quite amazing. But we only hear the chorus twice, and it takes about halfway through the song till we get there. Yeah, so. virtually halfway through, which is a very long time. And I agree, there was a lot of variety. I really quite liked the show overall. Mm. Nothing maybe amazing that's completely robbed. No. But I agree with you. A better head-to-head might have been, um, I, I think I would have preferred. Um, probably the biggest star of the show was the host, Clemen. <laughs> yeah. Um, he... F- he had this massive injury, in inverted commas, at the start after performing Arcade. Actually, it was an injury. He, it wasn't. It kept it changed the side of his head. It was <laughs> doing all this stuff. It was. He's a bit of a comedian, so he was kind of playing on that. Plus, he also did this amazing rendition of like every single song ever done from Slovenia and Eurovision. Obviously, all pre-recorded and wigged up for every single song. The attention to detail. Yeah, was, I've never seen anything like it. Was it was very good, wasn't it? It was so good. Go and watch it on YouTube now. It was the best thing from the Slovenian national final. Uh, that was amazing. Incredible. That was actually worth watching the show overall. Yeah, he was very, very good. Well, the last of the national finals that reached a culmination this weekend was Poland mm-hmm. with a sons and their success. Yes. We had a winner out of there. Here's Alicia Zempliska with Empires. What did you think of Alicia's song there, Um, It feels like maybe Poland are saving themselves for junior Eurovision. Because <laughs> it just... Yeah, look, I like her. Mm. I think the vocal's pretty strong. There's some elements that aren't too bad. But it just it feels like this will really struggle to stand out in any lineup. I know we don't have all the songs. I just think in any semi-final, this would really struggle. I think it reminds me, like, you know, in 2017, we have a, had a lot of female ballads. Yeah. And you had to be amazing. And um, Poland that year, she, she was fantastic. Yeah. This is a lot poorer than that. And that struggled out of the semifinal. This just is just... I, I, I don't have anything good to say about it. 
I don't have anything bad to say about it. Yeah. It's just kind of okay. It's it's a, a pleasant enough song. Yeah. I, I'm I kind str- of really struggle. I'm really struggling to find anything to feel about this song. Yeah, I've listened to it a few times today because it only sort of came out uh, overnight. And yeah, I'm a bit the same. I'm just kind of feeling nothing for this, really. And when I look at her, this song doesn't really match her to be either. Uh, to, to, she to looks be, like modern, yeah, young and fresh. fresh. Yeah. And this song is not modern, young and fresh. No. So I was a little, yeah, um, I'm not really sure what to think about this one. I mean, also, this the stage for the national final is quite underwhelming. So maybe it can elevate with some staging and get better from there because it does look like she was just on some random late night TV show. True, it kind of needs some atmosphere, doesn't it, to go maybe go along with it, and maybe the penny will drop then because at the moment I'm just a bit meh. You know? Yeah, I know, and I feel bad because normally we we always try and find positives and and whatnot of something. There's always something good about a song, and exactly. there will be something good about this. It's just we're probably struggling at the moment to see it, so it'll come through early days. Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> All right. Well, so let's move on, shall we? Okay, so let's talk about the national finals that didn't come to a culmination on the weekend. Let's start off in Sweden with Melfest, semi-final number four. Let's get straight into the results. Directive finals, we had Hannah Ferm with Brave. What did you think of that one? Well, look, she looked amazing. Oh, she always does. She She's gorgeous. Mm. And uh, it was almost kind of a Jessica Malboy-style um, dress, wasn't it? The We Got Love dress. Mm. A little bit of a different colour, but it did definitely remind me of it. I like the staging. Um, I'm not getting around to talking about the song because I probably didn't like the song that much. It was in quite a high pitch, which I found at times just anyone could be singing that and I'd have a bit of an issue with it. Yeah, no, fair enough. It, it's I feel like it's a bit of a lightweight pop song. Mm. That's yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was. It's quite catchy, but it's fairly simple. And for me, she did kind of have some vocal issues. Whether she wasn't quite getting there, or just generally the range she's singing in isn't really that comfortable to listen to. But yeah, I don't know. Though there were some big hopes on her. Yeah. Staging was good. I thought staging was fine. She did some LED wall use, etc. But apart from that, it was. I think it was because it was pumped up so much. Like, again, it's, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any issue with her going to direct a final, but I just, I expected, I was just expecting more, I guess. Mm. But um, look, it, it's, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be a good addition to the final. Well, our second director final was Victor Krona with Troubled Waters. Looking fine as ever there, Victor. What did you think of the performance for Victor? Uh, yeah, well, that was probably one of the positives of both of these acts, actually, that got through, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> look, it was very Avicii, country, EDM stuff from Sweden we've kind of all heard before. Um, decent job. He performed the, the way Victor does. He kind of sells it, mm-hmm. kind of slightly awkward dancing around. <laughs> um I'm not sure about him starting on the floor like that, but look, there was elements of that wasn't bad. Again, no problem with the going to director final. I just don't think it's anything um, that's a winner necessarily. I thought it was very solid, very, yeah. very solid song. I'd, I'd probably describe it as that as well. I thought it had some nice staging moments, particularly with him starting on the floor. You, you like that, did you? I did, I did. It was a little bit of an awkward transition from him having to stand up and everything. Yeah. But they used that hexagon shape thing fairly well throughout the entire performance. So I thought that was pretty good. It had its what I call the Victor trademark vocals. 
is he going to get there? Ooh, he's struggling. <laughs> Ooh, it kind of sounds a little strained, but overall, he, he kind of got there. I think he actually did pretty good. I think there might have been a bit of help on the high notes, mm, um, yeah. but I think for some of the... He went for that really big one, and he actually pulled it off, mm. which yeah. is good. I know, I think, again, I think he, he, he did do a really good job of it. Fair enough, fair enough, but I agree it has that Afici sort of Monsters of Men yeah, feel about yeah. it, so it's going to be pleasing to a lot of people. Let's have a talk about our Andra Hansen uh, uh, people. We had a Frida Orn with We Are One. She opened the show. I quite like this one, Dale, and I know you probably don't because I can see the look you're giving me. But who can't go past that staging of a delightful gold curtain behind <laughs> you? Yeah, like I think when <laughs> we hadn't obviously watched it together, we hadn't really talked about it. And then before this, I was like, God, what about that song that went through to Andre Hansen? How did that happen? You're like, it's one of your favourites. <laughs> look, I just think, it, look, I like a bit of schlag. I like a bit of fun, but I just felt it wasn't, you know, that gold curtain, it's a bit fish and chip shop. I, I just, it was just... It was a bit your local drag bar, wasn't it? Was it was very really? local drag bar. Yeah. It just was just there. It, to me, I would never in a million years thought that would go to Andre Hansen. No, I thought it had a really good chorus. It had like little anthemic little pop bits in it. She really sold it. She had good energy. And she was so stoked to go through to Andre Hansen. Oh, that's... Look, yeah. that is good. And look, it does... It's just that kind of... I re, guess I'm surprised. It's the kind of song that's just there mm-hmm. in Melody Festival Island that doesn't go through, but you're like, that was enjoyable fluff. Let's yeah. move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of feel like the gap making it third or fourth doesn't mean it's a terrible song. I just don't think it's the quality of Anja Hansen. Okay. Hmm, interesting. We'll see. We'll yeah. see next week. And then the other one that got through was the duet, Ellen Benedictson and Simon Perrin with Surface. Um, it was a kind of a little bit of a shallow type attempt, really, wasn't it? I quite like this. Oh, God. <laughs> I love that. Did you use shallow on purpose because of surface? Or? I think there was something that I kept thinking, are they trying to be Bradley and Lady Gaga here? What's going on? Uh, look, I look, I, I enjoyed it because I actually I thought some of the, the song sounded better. The songwriting was better than some of the other stuff that had been out there. Mm. Um, their performance was a little... Um, they did the ABBA start where one of them yeah. was in profile and the other one was along. I, I liked that. That was. Good. I, I liked it. I thought overall it was a good quality entry. Definitely under Hansen style mm. entry. Not sure if it would get through, but hey, overall I I quite liked it. I thought it was actually quite good. Yeah, their vocals actually blended well together. Actually, yeah. when they sang together, it sounded like a duet rather yeah. than just two singers. So good to uh, good to see them make it through. Should we talk about the under Hansen matchups now? Just have a quick little. Go on. All right. So the lineup for next week we have. Anis Domdemina, he'll be coming up against Ellen and Simon, two very different songs, mm. though one of them will make the final. Uh, one of our early favourites, Malu Pritz, will be up against Paul Ray with his sleep-inducing song. I like that song. <laughs> Fingers crossed somebody else does, because he's <laughs> going to get murdered next week. Uh, Felix Sandman is up against Frida Orn, so she's had her moment in the sun. Shall yeah, we? I think she's been put to the lines there, yeah. let's be honest. <laughs> so I think we all expect uh, Felix to be featuring in the final, yep. and that will leave us with Mendes featuring Alvaro Estrella versus Drangana with their dance band. Oh, okay, I quite like both of those. A bit of a party song to finish on for either one, so yeah. Yeah, okay. Cool. It's an interesting little lineup on that one, I think. Indeed. Okay. Well, I mean, what's your kind of feeling about Melfest overall now that we have all the songs? Look, nothing's leapt out at me like that's a winner, like mm. we had with John, for example, last year. Yep. Look, I think the quality is probably not at its highest, uh, but I think eventually when we do have the 12 songs that go through to the final, it'll still be a good final. Yeah. Will it be a classic final? Maybe not, but... 
Yeah, it's look, it's very open, I think. Very open. And that's always a good thing because it kind yeah. of has felt sewn up or maybe between one or two. Well, I think anything, you know, really could jump from the pack at this point. Definitely. Uh, overall, again, I probably think maybe the level's not as good as other years. I'm thinking maybe a 2018 level. But saying that, Sweden's worst is better than most best ever. Exactly. So we, yeah. we're always a little bit harsh on Sweden just because it's so good. Yeah. So I think once we get to the final, I agree. And um, I, I think we were talking about this. I tell you what, everyone's looking at um, at the, the women, Anna Bergendahl and Dotter, and it'd be wonderful to get a woman, but mm-hmm. I still wouldn't. Take um, take your eyes off Felix Salmon. Yeah, I, I still think it's the one. I like. I know he didn't make it through, but oof, I think he's definitely got a big chance to People win. People have had a bit more time to listen to it now. Maybe it was just a bit of a shock when it first happened. It's a weird song. Yeah, and now yeah. I think people have had a bit more time to, to it's very listen to it. Jury friendly. That's mm. what I'm thinking. The way the international juries have voted recently. That's the stuff they lap up. They don't really lap up that Dr. Adam Bergen style, Bergendahl mm. style music, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see Andra Hansen next week in Sweden. All right. One of the other big national finals of the season is always Portugal. They deliver something, something. Unique, though. <laughs> it yeah, is. Absolutely. It's completely yeah. different than anything else. Totally. Well, they had their first semi final, and we had our first four qualifiers. We'll quickly run through them. Felipe Sambado, he was the guy in the crown, and was attacked with the hot glue gun. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> I really liked it. I know you did. Well, I mean, in relation to everything else in Portugal. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> that's, I mean, it is in relation to this national final. I enjoyed it. I wrote down they're visually striking, and I put avant-garde. Yeah. Which for me means I have no idea what was going on. <laughs> so it was avant-garde. Okay. Um, we had Barbara Tinoco with Passe Pato. The kind of French-Portuguese thing going kind on. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. I was so confused when it was happened at the start. I'm like, what is going on? Mm. Like, I didn't believe she was one of the favourites, but anyway. It's was, cute. Yeah, it is. It's cute. It's, it's cute also very song. French. It's very French. <laughs> uh, Elisa, which was one of the eye-catchers for me, she got through with her Portuguese ballad. Yeah, it was nice. It was very much what we expect from um, Festival de Cansao. Yes. Um, it is what we expect. It's always a nice song. Portugal do good music well. Mm, yeah. That's not, you know, a bit of around the bush. They do. It uh, doesn't always fit to Eurovision, but they do their own thing. And yeah. when they get it right, it's really good. I like this. And the last one to get through was Throws and Shine, and the Shine with Movimento. Um, this was the electro, Afro-pop kind of one. I really enjoyed this. I thought this was probably the, the standout for the night. It's got some X factor, doesn't it? Like, even if you kind of listen and you go, I'm not sure, like, he's really compelling. Mm. You start watching it and you listen to it more and you're like, actually, I do enjoy this. Mm. I think I wouldn't be surprised to see this do very well. I like that. Likewise. He was icing his knee when they were speaking to him afterwards. So, oh. obviously, did some sort of injury during the uh, performance. During the gyration. He was gyrating a fair bit, wasn't he? <laughs> wasn't he? Well, I guess the big news was we lost one of the big favourites, which was Blanc. Mechanism with Rebellion. Mm. What did you think of their performance? Well, look, now? it was my favourite song going into it, but I think we always said um, that this was going to be uh, potentially a giant mess live, and it kind of was. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, like I, the interesting concept of what they're wearing. He kind of looked like a cockroach. The other guy looked from like <laughs> something from Mad Max. Um, the verses weren't bad, but the, the chorus of just yelling out Rebellion was even messier than I thought it would be, unfortunately. Yeah. I almost felt it was going to be hard to come across live yeah. in a, in, unless you've got something really pinpoint, solid narrative you want to go with. Yeah. And that was just a bunch of blokes running around the stage sort of screaming at people, really, wasn't it, in the end? Uh, yeah, and they were screaming at the audience in English. 
which I, I found know. really weird. I would too. If you were addressing an audience in, in you know, Elvas or wherever they were, I probably wouldn't be screaming at them in English. Yeah. It seemed very odd. Yeah, very odd. Oh, very, well, very odd. It's, that's Portugal. It, it is. It's always very odd. Semi-final two next week. Let's move on to uh, some of the songs that were released or one of the... Uh, countries released their songs Romania Roxanne has her five songs for people to view before she performs them Uh, I've got to say two seem to have jumped out to the fandom so far Alcohol You Mm. which is a play on the words of Alcohol You and then Cherry Red seem to be the two two big ones she's got Beautiful Disaster Colours and Storm are the others I've got to say she jumped in the odds when they were released so I think there's something here yeah and i think i like the way that romania is doing it this year you know roxanne she's internally um selected and then they're going right okay she's a good artist let's just have these five songs and put it out there and look they seem like solid songs and as you say the fans really love a few of them jumped up in the odds so um let's see what they end up picking and what the staging will go like mm. with her because it might it'll always be about that song fitting with the artist which I, I sometimes like that approach yeah it'd be interesting to see if they give her five very completely different staging sort of concepts for each of the songs let's see how Romania push her out there and say <laughs> sing sing and, and yeah. interpret the song so looking forward <laughs> to seeing what Romania has got coming up for us and speaking about what's coming up for us now what's going on in the week ahead okay for the week ahead well on Thursday, we have the big announcement from the United Kingdom. Was that the big announcement? That was the big announcement the other day? Well, there was a big announcement about the big announcement on uh, Saturday, yes. Yeah. Uh, but no, we're actually getting the real announcement, hopefully, mm. on Thursday. The big news from that, though, it's going to be announced on Radio 1. They've always done it on Radio 2. Now, the difference of that, really, for you non-UK people, is Radio 1 is very it's young it's charting. It is big. It's about as big as it gets when it oh, comes wow. to music. It's that's huge. exciting. Radio 2 is more for people our age. <laughs> so, so, like... I don't know what that means, Dale. Yeah, anyway. th- th- maybe it's not smooth FM, but it ain't far <laughs> off. Let's put it that way. So this is really good. So it says to me that maybe we've either got a song with some really kind of young kudos or we've got an artist oh, that really so resonates so or is big in the music recognition. industry. Recognition. Yeah. a name. At I'm least, excited about this. I think oh, so. I, I think really hope. Pull a rabbit out out of the hat here in the UK. I'm I think a, they might. I hope they do. I really, really, really hope they do. But you know what? Hope is a killer sometimes. So and then to... all of a sudden it's Tom Lieb. You know, let's <laughs> we, we've seen this before, haven't we? But anyway, so that's on um, Thursday in the morning during the daytime. Then Germany that night are doing their song and an artist announcement. Okay. So good. just straight off with it. We don't have a national final there for them that year. Mm. Um, Israel are also releasing the songs uh, for their artist. Okay, there's uh, songs. There's going to be multiple. There's going to be songs, and then there okay. will be a national final kind of thing the following mm-hmm. week, a little bit like Roxanne. Okay, good. Nice. So that's all Thursday European time. So some of it will go into Friday Australia. Friday European time, we have Belarus Decides. So <laughs> looking forward dramatic. to that one. Good. Excellent. Um, we also have the first semi-final of Biovizia for Serbia. Lots of talk about this one. Hurricane. Yeah, oh God, mm. there's been lots of talk about that, particularly mm. from one Dutch Eurovision fan. <laughs> um, so that's really exciting. There's 24 songs, so there'll be 12 in that, that final. Excellent. With six to go through. Then we get to the big Saturday night, Sunday morning usual. Now we have four coming to a culmination. We have Estonia, Istilau. Good. That'll be interesting. Mm. We have Moldova. Moldova decides. It'll be less interesting, but... Oh, it's, it'll be interesting. Yeah, true. Uh, true. 
<laughs> it might not be good, but Different it'll be interesting. The word, possibly, yeah. uh, we will have Croatia with Dora 2020. Okay. Hmm. Not getting the songs beforehand for Dora, but look, there's some really interesting artists in there, so that should be that should be a good one. Mm-hmm. And we have Song of Kepnen from Iceland coming to a culmination as well. Will um, Daddy and his viral video win, oh, or will it be Oculus? The probably. crowning. It's just the crowning of Daddy. Surely, we'll, no, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so, also happening is Sweden under Hansen, as you've yes. already mentioned. Mm-hmm. We have the second semi-final of Biavizia on the Sunday morning our time, and the second semi-final of Portugal that time as well. So, the, the those two Biavizias will be followed by the very next day, Monday morning our time, for the final of Biavizia as well. Yeah, don't muck around. No, nope. bam, bam, bam. Nice. I'll tell you what, watch it. Bia Vizia is one of the best national finals of last year. Always really good quality stuff. Yeah, I think they put in a real effort, the Serbians. They always mm. do something something interesting. Indeed. So that's the week ahead. All right. Thanks for that very much. And thanks for joining us, guys, for our weekly. We yes. will see you uh, next week. Next Sunday. We yes. will not be late. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.